No, when you buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1, you'll get Sonic 2 absolutely free. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains, embarrassing bald spots, no problem. It even slices and dices, makes thousands of julienne fries. But wait, you can play it too. Hello and welcome to Two Two Guys, a podcast about ballet hosted by ballet dancers. My name is Keelan, and today on the show we have very special guest, friend of the show, longtime friend of the show, Julian Botnarenko. What's up, man? I'm pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on again. Looking forward to today's episode. I was just thinking there about um, if I should redo the intro and call you Julian Butchunko. Why would you do that? Because like we've been friends since we were kids. And I know that like... So you want to humiliate me to your listeners? No, I just like, I know that people called you like really creative other things. <laughs> like uh, Julian Butt in your ankle. That's right, yeah. What else did you get? <laughs> butt Chunko. Yeah, Julian Butt Chunko. Uh, butt Narankis. <laughs> butt in your ankle is so good. That was a pretty good one. Because it was some kid sitting like on the slide or something. And he's like, but, but in our, but in your, like he was working it out in his head, right? And he's like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. figure out like, what does this mean? Like, you know, like some bully took their afternoon just to think about like what they could call your name. Um, and that's great. It inspired poetry. For a long time, I detested my last name, but now uh, I embrace it. It's like, what is it? Super Ukrainian, yeah? Yeah, it's quite, it's very Ukrainian. Embrace your heritage, man. You guys have a great flag, really nice flag. I agree. I think we talked about the flag the last time you were on, actually. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> I think I brought it up. I always, I always bring it up. Mm. So uh, you and I are both going through something that a lot of people are probably going through right now or have gone mm-hmm. through recently or will go through soon, which is getting back to work. Yeah. We're both back in the studio back rehearsing on something, back dancing, pushing our bodies. And Mm -hmm. we both have like, what, like 18 months or something off? I would say I would say that, yeah. And so a lot of people are probably going through this and we're probably all experiencing a lot of similar stuff, I'm guessing. Yeah. Early morning wake-ups or like super late works, like when you have a- Yeah, shows, rehearsals, yeah. Yeah. Soreness, like Mm -hmm. I- I've been sore over the last year and a half at different times, but it's different when it's like somebody else made you sore. Yeah, you have to, every day. And, you have to go do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're back. Uh, tell us, you work for Karlsruhe? That's right, yeah. Stadtballet Karlsruhe. What are you working on right now? Right now, it's a version of Cinderella that's been choreographed years ago by the director, but they're bringing it back. And now they're doing the 12th night as well. We have a premiere in November. Right. And we're working on, uh, yeah, the premiere of the Shakespeare play. Yeah. And uh, we're bringing it to the stage. Um, do you have any idea what the story actually is? Oh, it's very confusing. I honestly, like, the director constantly reminds us of the story and how each character interacts with other characters. For me, it's just in one year out the other. <laughs> yeah, Shakespeare's pretty dense. 
I think I saw that they counted up all of the words that he ever used and he used more words than some languages have. Like he used like 17,000 different words in his writings. And there are mm-hmm. some languages that have fewer words entirely. Um, wow. But I'm not going to research that to confirm it, but that's something I think yeah. I read before. Um, okay. So you're doing Cinderella and Twelfth Night and mm-hmm. you just went from like, I saw your output over COVID, right? Made some mm-hmm. cute videos. We're doing class when you could in the house, mm-hmm. outside the house. Um, mm-hmm. Now you're back to doing like two different ballets. What do you think is yeah. struggling more? Is it your body or your mind? I mean, I went through the body stuff at the beginning when I first came back in May. I worked as a guest for a couple of months before the season finished. Uh, so I struggled with a lot of the body stuff before. Now, I wouldn't say I'm struggling. I, I feel like I've overcome a lot of the body struggles, the body soreness. And I feel like right now I'm getting into a groove. Nice. We've only been back about a week after her vacation but yeah i'm looking forward to that feeling good it's coming i feel like that's coming so i'm working right now with my coach who's like the best like really um yeah her name is svea and i heard a lot about her yeah yeah i wanted to start like preparing something right away and uh Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start working on something like fun, like, cause you know, like when you're in a company that you do what they tell you, but when you get to choose yeah. your own rep to rehearse, it's like, oh, let's have a good time. Mm-hmm. And so I picked a uh, Chai Pa, Tchaikovsky Parada, just the variation. Mm-hmm. And it's been like really fun actually, because it's not like the most technical, yeah. like 540, 12 pirouettes variations. It's like, you just jump, you move, but it's like all I jumping. I mean, it has its challenges. It's- yeah, but I mean, like, it's, the, it's, it's, a good, it's a good solo to start with if you're coming back because it's not super tricky. Okay. But I've had a really good time, like, feeling like getting into a room with somebody that I know is going to work me but make me better and then doing the work and coming out a little bit better is, like, a nice feeling to have. Nice. Do you know what nice. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Anyhow, we have a game we're going to play. Let's do it. We consulted the science. We asked them, hey, what are the best metrics to measure being on a COVID holiday and being back at work? Break it down into all the categories. Enjoy. How do I explain this whole concept? Compare and contrast life in COVID or being back at work. Okay. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One at a time. We're going to go back and forth and we're going to see overall at the end of the whole thing which one we scientifically enjoy more, being on break or being at work, okay? Okay. Stay tuned. We're gonna, we're gonna get to that right after this commercial break. <laughs> this free Sonic 2 is a $54.99 value. You get two Sonics for the price of one. Sonic 2 fits easily into any tackle box. Made from a space-age polymer plastic for years of family fun, and pets love it too. Buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1 and get Sonic 2 free. Act now. Wiener Dog Sweater sold separately. Okay, so we, we should start this thing now, but I'm just realizing like the way I chose to sit is like super uncomfortable long-term. I'm like sitting on my feet that are falling asleep. I don't know if I can, but I just don't have chairs. I just don't have a chair. So what do I do? Can you get your shit together? And... Oh, I have a bucket outside. Oh, it seems so far away. Yo, I'm going to run and go get this bucket, okay? I'll be right back. Like seriously, like 
60 seconds, I'll be back, okay? All right. One minute, 37 seconds later. That was pretty quick, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Julian, are you ready to get started? Yes, I am. Okay, first category. You get to sleep in. You can wake up whenever you want. Mm -hmm. You're back at work, you got to get up early every day at the same time. Who takes the cake there? Let's talk it out. Oh, I mean, I never had this luxury because I have a kid. You have a kid? Come on. Oh, is that that little guy? I thought he was your roommate. And <laughs> I didn't have this luxury at all of sleeping in. Okay. So, I mean, we woke up every morning at the same time. Right. And we still wake up at the same time, my wife and I, and my son. So is this like a, not applicable or do you want it? Do you have an answer for this one? Well, would I prefer? Um, not applicable to me, sorry. Not applicable. Okay. Yeah. So first one already, oh for one. We're doing great. Um, <laughs> for me, <laughs> for me, I would have to say I prefer sleeping in. Of course. Because it isn't that I'm sleeping in. It's that I get to choose when I wake up. Yeah. And I like that because I wake up early if I want to, if I've got something. So I'd say yeah. I like the option to, if you need 10 hours, go for it, buddy. So, okay. Yeah. So for C, that's going to mean COVID and W, it's going to mean work. So for me, okay. I'm a C. Next one, similar okay. to sleeping, eating. When you're at home okay. all day, you can eat whenever you want. You can skip meals like it's just free for all. Mm -hmm. When you're working, you're probably eating a regimented schedule, like on set consistent times. Mm -hmm. What do you prefer? I prefer the work way of eating okay. where I have a set time and, uh, and it prevents me from snacking on garbage food, you know, throughout the day, the way yeah. I used to during the COVID time. Yeah. I'm going to say the same thing. And that. I mean, I am like as much as I enjoy the eating, you know, during the COVID. Um, I realized, yeah, I, there were negative consequences to that. Yeah. I learned literally to not have the food in the house if I don't want to eat it. I see. So okay. I would have chocolate if I had it. I straight up, if I had it, I would eat it. And so I went, okay, just stop getting it. And then with okay. chips, I would eat Doritos. Sweet chili heat, baby. I'd eat a bowl of those every day for sure. And mm -hmm. I was like, if I just don't have them, I'll eat something else. It's wise, yeah. Okay, here's one. When you're stuck at home, if you want to stay in shape, you have to exercise yourself. When yeah. you're at work, if you just go to work and do the job, you're automatically in shape. Yeah. During the COVID times, I mean, I, uh, I was very on and off with my uh, daily workouts or like daily class training. Very on and off. And... Uh, that was very difficult to keep in shape. Otherwise, like I, I ended up losing a lot of motivation to stay fit. And at one point I said, screw it. I'm just not going to do it. And so there was a good chunk of time, of probably seven months where I did nothing physical. You trained your mind, man. Not really. No, not really. <laughs> not really. I ended up feeling very lethargic, low energy. So I prefer the work. I mean, you're forced to keep fit. So definitely work wins there. 
Okay. I would say I'm kind of stuck in the middle here because I find that like the amount of work you often have to do at work feels like too much or it feels like it's too much of the wrong thing. You know, it's too much of, of a thing. And I like that I can pick, I have enough energy now where I can do some work, but it's not like eight hour days doing three ballets, you know, like finding the right balance is nice. Cause then on top of that, I'll do my own stuff and I'll feel good. So, but if I had to pick, mm-hmm. if I had to pick one of these, I would say I would prefer to be automatically in shape, which does happen. So I'm going to okay. say also work. Mm-hmm. All right. Kind of separate to this, but similar zoom ballet class versus real life ballet class. Oh, come on. Is that, that's not even, that shouldn't even be there. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's just night and day. Yeah. I don't ever want to do kitchen in my bar. Or, sorry, no, I don't ever I, want to do bar like, in my kitchen. It haunts me. I, I bought, we bought a bar. My wife and I bought a bar. Like one of those portable bars. Yeah. I mean, it helped, but I just never want to do another class in my living room ever again. Or in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, okay, so another thing. In class, a lot of us are lucky enough to have live music, either in class or rehearsal. Yeah. When you're at home, you got no live music. Uh, live music. Yeah. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Even like when we're at work, it's easy to forget how amazing like it is to have live music. Like that there's a live artist going all the time, Mm -hmm. but I would usually just like not think about it, you know, like I would, cause I was, you're focusing on your own dancing, but it is really like, oh yeah, somebody's like making art while we do Mm -hmm. a warm up exercise at the bar at like 930. And she's like playing Mm -hmm. a symphony. Pretty nice. Okay, here's one. Agree. Here's a more nuanced maybe. Socializing. We're going back to socializing again. We're seeing our yeah. colleagues, seeing our friends, seeing the staff. Some people would probably prefer not socializing because they don't like it. They feel uncomfortable and introverted. How do you feel about that? I mean, during the pandemic, I was very antisocial. I preferred not seeing people. And uh, I was very condemned that I wasn't challenged socially there was no nobody to please nobody to I didn't really talk to anybody and I kind of preferred it like that but it's also nice when I went back to work it was nice to actually socialize again you know you kind of miss that aspect of your life when you were locked when I was locked down so what do you prefer what do I prefer (laughs) I'm kind of stuck in between here I kind of want to say not socializing. Yeah, maybe. It's not like I'm antisocial. I'm just, I'm doing other stuff, you know? Like I can yeah. choose. This isn't saying you can't see anybody. Well, I guess, I mean, if COVID, you're not supposed to see anybody at all. I guess that's the idea. Is like, mm-hmm. do you prefer being locked down? You can't see anyone or you're forced to see people every day at work. Which extreme do you prefer? I think lockdown. Probably honestly. being alone. Okay. So like I'm both. more of them. Because yeah. also for you, like you have your family. So you're not alone. Yeah. You're with your, no, with I'm not your kid. No. Probably your two favorite people. I had like a perfect balance. I mean, I stayed when my wife was at work and my son was in kindergarten. I was at home. And right. I had a few hours to myself. And then my wife came home from work and my son came home from kindergarten. And, you know, we can socialize. Yeah, you can see your friends. And it was fine. It was enough for me. How about this? 
working on your own techniques. So like if you're at home, you can still work on stuff. You can still improve. But we're now going to mm -hmm. also go back to having teachers and coaches, mm -hmm. people giving us corrections. So would you prefer mm -hmm. not getting corrections, working on your own stuff, or getting corrections, getting help, whatever that looks like to you? I mean, I've gotten to the point where I know how to do everything I need to do to be good at ballet. So, I mean, uh, I'm, unless I'm struggling with stuff, then, yeah, I'd rather just figure things out on my own. Yeah. Okay. No, it's nice getting some attention sometimes from teachers, but uh, I don't reject corrections, but I do, like, I work a lot on my own, my own stuff. So I prefer improving myself by myself, if you know what I mean. I do. I yeah. Do. You've got a system that works. You like to work that system. Yeah. Don't need yeah. distraction. You know, you've got mm -hmm. proven results. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's one that's pretty near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. So when you're, when you're stuck at home, if you dance, if you work out, it's up to you. It's totally optional. You can stop at any time at work. There's kind of an unavoidable fact that you're going to have to dance through pain. Like it mm -hmm. happens, like even if it's just really, really big soreness from a hard yeah. rehearsal, mm -hmm. you got to push through that and you know it's going to like, like you can't just be like, I'll sit at home, no one's going to notice. They're going to notice, yeah. you have to do it. I would say I like the totally optional thing. Optional as in like you stop when you feel like you need to stop? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. You kind of sign away. I mean, some some people will say like, oh, no, it's fine. You can mark stuff, but... I mean, like, that's the thing. You're going to be in, like, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen often. And after having done a lot of that, it's nice when you can just say, oh, I'll give it two weeks. It's fine. And no one gives you yeah. a hard time. Okay. So we're both for totally. Off. Definitely a bummer. Working through pain, working one day and things just don't work. You know? Yeah. Like, okay. So then let's talk about pay. We each had our own you know, situation. I can compare my government assistance slash not getting paid compared to a consistent paycheck, I think I would take consistent paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Even if the money's like not stellar, knowing it's coming in every month, you're going to be fine. It's a nice feeling. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, one that I think is actually under-considered, probably by a lot of people, mm -hmm. maybe I'm wrong. Building up to a performance versus not having anything you're building towards. I think as dancers, we orient ourselves and how we are in the world in relation to our upcoming show. I think we do that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I know how I feel about myself and my current status in life based on how well I'm prepared for the role I'm about to do. Like, okay. if I'm building up to Giselle and I know I have a premiere in three weeks, mm -hmm something really important, like a big part of me is just devoted to getting ready for that. Mm -hmm. And knowing you have a challenge coming up means you have something to build on and like you can get pride from that and like feel valuable and, and building towards something versus having nothing long-term. It's weird because I, mm -hmm. we're often used to living in the future because we're living in like, I know in two weeks, I need to be ready. I know in three months I'm having my premiere. I need to be ready. You know? Yeah. 
What do you think? Do you like not having the pressure of having to build anything? There's no pressure at all. Or do you like that? Yeah, I mean, at first, when the pandemic hit and we were all on lockdown, at first it was kind of like relieving not to have this kind of pressure of performance, and rehearsals and getting ready. And uh, for the first few months, that was the case. And then afterwards, you realize that your life has no more purpose anymore when you're not like at least I felt that moment um I had nothing to look forward to in terms of my professional career there's nothing for me to look forward to overall I feel better of having things to look forward to in terms of dance would you agree yeah I I felt the same way at the beginning like it was really nice to just say oh vacation time I've had enough going on I'm cool to let it pause Coming back to it now, though, I do feel the excitement of building again. Maybe it just needed, yeah. like, like they say with soil, you're not supposed to use the same soil over and over again. You want to give it a year off. Every few years, you let it have a, you know, a season yeah. where it doesn't get used. Yeah. Otherwise, what grows just diminishes in size and quality over time. Mm-hmm. And maybe a lot of us felt like this last year, especially if we let ourselves really just stop you know maybe we fall apart mm-hmm. maybe we struggle but yeah I feel I feel excited but at the same time I don't know like the extremes of being back at work you know I, I'd say yeah I think I do like that I'm really familiar with orienting myself based on the shows I have coming up but it is mm-hmm. nice to take a pause so I think I can't answer that one because I'm too much in the middle so I want to say not applicable for me mm-hmm. what about you what's your final answer better to look forward to performances and getting ready for them than just to take a buttload of time off. So you'd say you prefer the work one, building to something? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people use these months off to try other things, to learn an instrument, learn a language, learn to cook, and they used it as an outlet for creativity, right? Or like an opera, like the time mm-hmm. is hunker down try new stuff. Some of us feel like we've been cut off from our avenues for creativity because we haven't been able to create the way we want to. Okay. So both of them can be outlets for creativity. Which one did you feel mm-hmm. suited you more and which one do you prefer? Yeah, I uh, had some moments of creativity as well. I mean, I started, I had some things on Instagram where I had a ballet parody making spoofs about ballerinas, just common stereotypes. And, uh, just talk to your content. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we just, my wife and I had a little bit of fun during the pandemic. It was and your son, he was great cool. too. Yeah, my son also started in a few of the episodes. Go check it out. So what's your answer? Oh, definitely creativity at home. Yeah. I mean, you don't have time when you're working all this for creativity nice strong answer yeah um that's another tough one because like again i think it's a mix of both like i just think if a ballet job kind of eclipses your whole life which it really often can then you don't have like tons of time personal energy left for like outside stuff i don't know i do like creating i like creations i'm gonna say work i'm gonna say the work one 
Okay, here's one that I'm going to, I know my answer for this one. I know a lot of people felt stuck in their COVID routine, whatever it might have been. If you live with your spouse in a one room apartment and you both work together, or you're in a house with three kids and they're chaotic and it's just every day, like nonstop, there's a monotonous kind of quality that I think some people faced, certainly on, early on in our pandemic, where we were just like, I've never looked at the same walls this long. I feel like a prison, you know? Okay. There's also a monotonous quality that can come over a ballet contract where you got to wake up at the same time every day and you do class with the same person and you rehearse the same ballets and maybe what you're doing isn't particularly stimulating. And for me, I remember certainly in my first company um, because we didn't perform, like we would have weeks between performances and you would just feel like, what day is it right now? Like, I can't even remember. They all blur into one. Yeah. So I guess it's like, which routine do you feel like you get more trapped in or like, which one would you prefer? Mm. It depends how you look at it. I guess I prefer, like, I never got bored at home. So I'm, that's a lie. I, maybe I did get bored, but I never, my home was never a toxic place, whereas work can get toxic fast. So I would say probably home. Yeah, I'm going to say the same thing. Because also like mm -hmm. when work starts to feel repetitive and I can't feel stimulated, how do I fix that? Yeah. But if I don't feel stimulated here, I'll just change what I'm doing. Exactly. And you have the freedom to do that and the time to do that. So You touched on this earlier a little bit. There's a, a sense of people feeling lost. And you talked about this when you first weren't performing. So I think it's similar, but I think it's also its own thing where there's just a sense of no purpose, no direction. Yeah. Not for everybody, but some people might've felt that. Mm -hmm. But there are also people who feel lost in a company, right? You might be yeah. there for a your lot, fifth season yeah. and you thought you'd be somewhere else or further along and your relationship with the director isn't improving. And you're like, what am I doing? Is this what I want? Do I want to be a dancer? Yeah. Is it, am I unhappy here? Like I've heard people talk about feeling lost while they're dancing at great companies. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, have you experienced either of those recently? Like where would you fall in that? When I was lost during the pandemic, like where I didn't really have a self, like I didn't have self purpose, you know, but I wasn't depressed. Whereas work would get me depressed in a situation like that. If I was lost in work and I was, things are not progressing, then I would hit depression. Whereas at home during the pandemic, I was lost. I didn't have a purpose, but I wasn't depressed, you know? Right. So you pick a home? Yeah, for sure. Because then I can just change what I'm doing. I can change my activity. Yeah. yeah, watch a new television series. And I was, you know, pretty content. <laughs> I initially picked work because I felt like, oh yeah, my identity is so secure when I'm yeah. a professional dancer, my sense of identity. But then I actually, I crossed it out. I realized this lost feeling I felt since I've been off dancing, I think it's actually a good thing to be looking at because it's, I think this is where I'm going to find myself. Like, because I'm not, like ballet was the answer, but if you take the answer away, now what? And so I actually, I, I would say I prefer the, this one as well just because I think it's, it's the right kind of challenge. So, okay. 
That's two. That's two COVIDs there. Okay. Okay, we got a couple left. Okay, got two left. Do it. Obvious one. COVID. You're stuck inside. You're probably just looking at the inside of your apartment. Back to work means you're forced to leave your house every day, take the tram to work, walk around the studios, walk around everything, come back. So you actually physically in other spaces. What do you prefer? Are you a homebody? Like you'd rather just never leave the house or do you like being outside? I thought it was and then that got old quick. I got old quite quick. So, um, I mean, I'm just happy to be doing something else now. I'm not doing nothing all day. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy to be outside too. Like when things force me yeah. to go outside or go for a walk or I'm always like happy for it. Exactly. No, I was feeling very lethargic when I was doing nothing. Yeah. Like my body was not feeling good. Yeah. Like muscles atrophying, you know, just I could, like walking was walking down the street was a hassle. You got these high arches. Okay. So last one, then I'm going to count them up. Okay. Um, so people at home don't see what we're looking like right now. But like, I don't think either of us look like super presentable, you know? <laughs> so in that vein, when you're just chilling at home, you can wear whatever you want. You don't have to get a haircut. You don't have to do anything because no one's going to see you. Back at work, you got to probably change your clothes, shower more fre frequently, you know? You begin to consider your appearance again. Do you prefer yeah. never having to see anybody and just like, I'm going to wear a potato chip bag on my head for a week? Or, I mean, I thought I thought I would, you know, enjoy chilling, you know, and that got old quick. Like I said, I got old quite quick, and I was like, I couldn't stand myself anymore. Like, when you have to go to like, when you have a schedule to go to work, you have to take care of yourself. You have to present yourself, and that you ultimately will feel better about that, you know, than sitting around all day in your pajamas or not having to shower or not grooming yourself, you know, it's fine for a few days to just let yourself go. But after that, it feels better to just present yourself nicely, wear nice clothes, brush your hair, shave your face, get a haircut when you need to, trim your fingernails, you know. Oh man, you're just making all the best examples. Okay, I'm just doing the math here. Uh, I'm counting it all up, and I'm wondering if I counted it wrong. Because we each had a pass, but I think you think you had two passes. No, I or one. I think you had one pass. Right? The first one was a pass. Yeah, I mean. and my first, my I had one pass. So one, two, three. Somehow you have one more than me. That's yeah. Okay, so this is nothing. Bro, like I straight up don't understand what the fuck is going on here. Oh, it's because I fucking counted it wrong, bro. Okay, I got it now. Okay, you ready? Drum roll, please. Yeah. I'm going to put in a fake drum roll and post, don't worry. <laughs> Julian. Yeah. Lockdown life, score of five. Okay. Work, work life, score of nine. Yeah. Strong preference to be at work. Mm -hmm. Keelan score. Lockdown life, five. Work, work life, nine. So we got the same score, but we actually said different things at different points.
So I guess we're more alike than different, huh? Yeah. For those who are playing along at home while they listened, let us know. Are we all the same? Did you get five and nine as well? There was a total of just to be clear also, there was a total of 15 possible points that we both NA'd one each. So we got 14 total. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there got a perfect 15 and 0? If you did, contact Julian. You're going to win a prize. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, there you go. There you have it. We'd both rather be working than stuck at home. Yeah. Did you think that was what it was going to be at the beginning? I had an idea, yeah. I thought there was going to be more lockdown stuff. I thought there was going to be more love for the lockdown for me personally. I thought it was going to be more 50 50. Oh. I was over it by the Like, I was done with the lockdown thing. Mm. Yeah. That sleeping in thing is nice, though. When, when Kostya is like 19 and he moves out, you can sleep in again, but you'll be too old at that point to want to sleep in. All right, Julian, thank you for being here. Thank you for playing with me. Thanks for having me, man. People can find you on Instagram at Julian Butchunko. Is that right? Sure. <laughs> um, button well, your ankle. You got it wrong. Julian, button your ankle. And we will uh, we'll link that in the show notes. Uh, Julian, thank you for being here. If anybody's in Karlsruhe or anywhere in Germany at all, try to get down there and see this guy dance. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at 22guys. Send us an email at 22guyspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Do you have a sense of belonging anywhere? Dance. Just dance. Dance.